Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Monday. It's a rainy Monday. It's a windy Monday, but it's yeah. a Monday nonetheless. How was your weekend, Casey? Ninety-five. Mm, I forget that we're doing this nickname thing. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was a good weekend. However, a little too busy for my liking. Okay. Like I really had something to do every day, which I didn't love. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. We just had people that we needed to see yeah. and people around us. So I didn't. It was a very unproductive weekend. Mm. Didn't get a whole lot done. Except for the entire season of Outer Banks. Right. So you can't <laughs> say that you were oh so busy if you watched at least nine hours of Outer Banks. It's like the daytime hours were just taken up by people and things and going places. But after dinner, it was very much just devoted to Outer Banks. Whatever you say. So uh, finish the entire thing so we can't talk yet, And I cannot get behind that action. <laughs> We're actually going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. Do you binge or do you do you spread out the episodes? Especially when Outer Banks came out all in one thing, all 10 episodes. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. We've got Tracy Lawrence and Gary Allen tickets with the big three today. We will spin the Wheel of Games at 8 o'clock. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, we appreciate you on a Monday. If you are out driving right now, very, very uh, wet, just like downpoured here for a solid 20 minutes. So uh, make sure to be safe out there. Thank you for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Garth Brooks' daughter, Allie, is she stepping in for him when it comes to the spotlight? Ellie is 25, and she is moving into the country music ring herself. She goes by Ellie Colleen, not Colleen. Okay. So don't call me and correct me. And I feel like we've mentioned her before on the air. She wants to follow in her dad's footsteps, but not quite all of her dad's footsteps. Because she's probably the only person in the world who doesn't like friends in low places. You can only imagine the pickup lines in high school that come from friends in low places. Or probably just like people mentioning it your entire life to you. I can't imagine going to school, period, if your dad is Garth Brooks. No, I'm shocked she did, honestly. <laughs> At that point, I feel like you have to homeschool him. Yeah, right? <laughs> but she did. And so she's like, you know, I've been around that song for too much for too long. I can't deal with it anymore. And I'm sure that's understandable. But she wants to keep the lines between her career and Garth's separate. Hard. So that, you know, the title Garth's Daughter doesn't take over everything else. Yeah. And one way that she's doing that is by releasing an unexpected song. She just dropped it. And it's a concept that I'm sure there aren't any country songs about right now. And it's a concept of the woman deciding she's ready to take the next step and ask, or I should say propose to a man. Okay. Which, yeah, I don't know that there are any songs I know of about that. I don't think so. It's called Honest Man. And she can separate the lines between her and her dad's career as much as she wants to. But at the end of the day, take a listen to this. It takes a man like you to love a woman like me. And I've laid this out in my mind a thousand times. They are the same. <laughs> Sounds like a female Garth Brooks. <laughs> it really does. Just the way their, I guess, inflection and the way that she sings. And um, I don't like the word yodel, but they, they've both got like a yodel to them. Yeah. Man, it's a, I mean, if she really wants to take that path of, you know, not being 
Garth's daughter, and that's the only reason why she's getting bit. It's going to be a very hard road. But she's got a great voice. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's a good voice. The song sounds good. And I have to imagine she's got all the best resources and advice and knowledge at her fingertips. Cash. That cash girl, yeah. Studio G. <laughs> Remy and Casey. A couple things I want to cover here early on the show. Uh, we're going to tell you about how to win Hardy tickets because that show is sold out of the pageant. But first, I wanted to say that our text line is back up. It's been down for months. I don't know if you even knew this, Casey. I really forgot. Not going to lie. Casey wants to hear from you this morning. She really wants a text from you. And now is your permission. I'm giving you permission to text Casey. And our text line is 314-699-4766. I tested it again this morning. We've been having some problems with Google. I'm mm, blaming Google for this. Because it's a Google number. Yeah. 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 So 314-699-4766. Casey wants to hear from you this morning. Just anything. Like, what was your weekend like? Yeah, what was your weekend like? How are you doing? How are you feeling about this rain? Have you come across any traffic you want me to hit on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she might just text you back. I might text you back. <laughs> and you can let me know if you've already got your 92.3 WIL app downloaded. Yeah. And if you would be willing to go to this Hardy show, I can't give you tickets, but you can win them on the app. I think most people would be willing to go. Because this show is going to be awesome. It's going to be a hot commodity. So April 27th at the pageant with Jamison Rogers, Hardy will be playing. And uh, thanks to Copper Fire and Summit Distributing, we've got tickets for you. And you can win those on the app. On the app. Don't be calling. Maybe text me. In fact, text me and tell me your favorite Hardy song. Whatever you're thinking about this morning. I already have a couple texts here. 636 says, good morning. With a smiley face. Good morning. Uh, also from the 636. Morning, Casey. You know, also, if you want to text in, maybe say like, good morning from like Lisa yeah. or from whoever, just so we kind of know who we're talking to. Give yourself a nickname. Right. And then that know? way we can save you in our text line as your nickname. Paul the Garbage Man. And when you text us again, we'll know who you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> again, that phone number is 314-699-4766. If you'd like to uh, send Casey a text, we got the text line back up and running. 314-699-4766. And oh man, everybody's like, hmm. Casey, what up? Good morning. We did have one person that was like, Remy and Casey. And I said, thank you. Thank so you. Kind, and so she said, teamwork makes the dream work. It uh, is 641 and I've been called a dork. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of all this. From the 618, DJ says, hope you all have a blessed day. My weekend consisted of working, but it's okay because Friday, my wife and I get to finally go on our honeymoon. Let's oh, go. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got married on December 4th. Have a safe and blessed day. You do the same out there. It's a little wet and rainy. If you'd like to text us, 314-699-4760. Be safe out there. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. They'll hear those cheers from St. Louis. They'll remember this moment in their history. Game one. Win number one for St. Louis City SC. Let's go. So I'm going to be honest, where I yes. watched the game, we could only see the screens. We couldn't like hear announcers or anything. Yeah. And... 
I'm gonna assume that's a British man, and that really took me off. Like, like I was like, what are you playing right now? Yeah, I think that that was. I honestly think that was Austin FC's announcer. Announcer, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I know it was Saturday. It's fun to relive the big win for St. Louis City SC. First game of the season and in the, in the 24th minute. The first goal in City SC history. Tim Parker, let's go. Scored off of a header from the uh, center of the box. The goal was assisted by Edward Lowen with a uh, cross following a corner kick. So that's awesome. None of those things mean a single thing to me. Yet, they will. Right. Eventually. I've got a lot to learn when it yeah. comes to soccer. Uh, if you played a little bit of soccer, you know exactly what we we're talking about there, but uh, they'll take on Charlotte for the home opener this Saturday at City Park. And they had a season ticket holder. I got a bunch of texts from a friend who is a season ticket holder, and he's like, "This is this is so awesome. They let us in here, and we got snacks and treats and things like that." So wow, yeah. He's from California. I got to get on the soccer train. <laughs> Just being out and about this Saturday night, watching everybody be so hype about it. Yeah. I, I felt like. Um, Poser, yeah. Because I was like, I want to be hyped too, but I don't know what's going on. Well, I think this is a good entry point for a lot of people into the game. Right. That, you know, didn't really play it growing up or weren't familiar with it. It's a good time to rally around um, a, another professional sports team in town. So we're very excited about that. Uh, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury met in the ring yesterday. And guys, check this out. For the winner by split decision, Tommy T. Guys, Jake Paul lost. Jake Paul lost to Tommy Fury. How's Imagine Jake Paul that. taking that? He uh, He's not bad about it. I don't know. Uh, just in all of the after fight press conferences and things that... He that, doesn't bug me like he used to. He, now that I feel like he's really taking this seriously and yeah. like... I've obviously, you know, taking a loss. I've, I'm not as bothered by him. Yeah, well, he, he sat down at the press conference and he said some expletives, but it to the effect of, well, crap. Right. You know, yeah. mess that one up, you know, but he, he, I think leading up to this fight, always used to dig into whoever he was fighting. It was like personal life and their wife and their kids and all of that yeah. stuff. And I don't really feel like that happened a lot during this one. And I don't know, maybe he lost the edge. People were saying that he didn't look like he was in the best shape of his life this time. That could be a reason. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Uh, this could be all part of the story. It could. He's got to rise from the ashes again like a phoenix. They're we'll currently see. filming a documentary come out next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, more rebuilding for the Blues. They've traded Barbashev to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in return. The Blues picked up a prospect called Zach Dean, a first-round pick of the Golden Knights in 2021. He scored, scored 24 goals, 49 points in 50 games, and uh, the Blues are on a five-game skid right now. They'll try to turn it around tomorrow night against the Kraken at home. Puck drop at 7. You can find more on the Facebook page, as always. Hit us up, 92.3 W.I.L. Hmm. Where are you watching the next soccer game at? Uh, probably from home. Probably from home because those tickets are expensive if you don't have them already. Well, no, not going to the game, but like going to a bar or something. I feel like I got to get with the culture. Oh, okay. I got to immerse myself into it all. I'm coming over to your place. Oh, all right. Invite everybody. <laughs> Pink meant it when she said, you don't really want to mess with me tonight. One thing about Pink that's pretty rare among celebrities is that she will call people out by name and have zero remorse. She just tells it how it is, which you could probably assume from her music anyway, right? Yeah. She's been doing press lately for a new album release, and... 
During an interview, someone asked her about the iconic 2001 remake of Lady Marmalade with obviously Pink, Maya Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, and Christina Aguilera. Is that from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack? Yes. Yeah. You might hear. You might remember it sounds something like this. Okay. TV and anybody in that sort of age range at the time, just probably you. Probably me. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, I mean, there's five women in that. Yeah. And they were all huge superstars, including Christina Aguilera. Right. And when Pink was asked about her time making the song and the music video and, you know, the huge performance that was like on the MTV Music Awards or movie, whatever, Mm -hmm. you get it. Here's what she had to say. I'm all about fun. And it was like a lot of fuss. And there were some personalities. Kim and Maya were nice. And basically (laughs) called it out. Kim and Maya were nice. Christina Aguilera, not so much. Wow. And the internet went crazy about it and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We need more about this. Because she went on to say that she almost fought Christina Aguilera and got physical on set. She was upset that I was sitting in her chair and I didn't know I was sitting in her chair. And I'm also, I've been, I was homeless at 15. Like I'm, you can't talk to me any kind of way. And so I've, you know, you you picked the wrong one. You picked the wrong one. I think I'm on team pink in most of these occasions. Yeah. The more I looked into this, the more I agree. She's just a no BS kind of person. And I I appreciate people that are like that. Uh, Now, People are talking about how she has this beef with Madonna. And she's like, let's lay it out here, right here, right now. I went on Regis and Kelly back in the day. Madonna was also there. I I got nervous. I fangirled. I got quiet and shy and awkward. And Madonna didn't like that and started talking ish. And now, now there's a reputation. That's crazy. It's so crazy. She's so, like, Pink is so talented. And I know she's been doing a lot of press for this new album that she's got. But hearing her sing on live TV is... She's just got a great voice. She is great at, and she also has stand stood the test of time. Oh like yeah, she was huge in two thousand one. She's huge in twenty twenty one. So I don't know. The more I hear about this, the more I'm on Pink's side. Either way, if all of this is just to get press for her new album, it's working. <laughs> and if it's not, it's not really changing her reputation anyway. We all know she keeps it honest. She's a no BS kind of yeah. lady. I've downloaded the whole album. I'm going to every show. It's all autographed. He's a Let's pink go. stan, ladies. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Romance, desire, dating, it all comes with preferences when we're talking about turn-ons and turn-offs. Hmm. Apparently, this recent study revealed that there isn't a ton of in-between on certain things. Like you're either, you like it or you don't. Okay. When it comes to turn-ons and turn-offs. Like when someone you're dating responds immediately to a text. Casey, is that a turn on or a turn off? I'm going to guess for you, it's a turn off. It just depends. <laughs> like, do I feel like I'm being nagged by you or like, or is it just a quick need to know answer? You know, I, I'm the type of guy that I would go on a date with somebody and then literally 10 minutes after would nope. be like, had a great time. Thank you so much for your, uh, for your time tonight. It was awesome. No, I'd be like, oh my gosh, can you get home first? Yeah, that's me. Uh, 86% said that it is a turn on when they respond immediately. 14% think it's a turn off. 
maybe a little desperate. <laughs> How about tattoos, Casey? I don't think anything about tattoos. Turn on, turn off? Sure. Uh, 77% said they are a turn on. Less likely to agree about piercings. Only 49% said that's a turn on. And uh, they didn't ask about locations. As we talked to Jelly Roll on right. Friday, who has face tattoos, I think that that might be... That might be a, more of a turn off to some people. Yeah, more of a polarizing location sure. for a tattoo. Uh, when someone's really funny, is that a turn on or a turn off? Obviously, I think most of the time it's a turn on. 98% of Unless us you're a say psycho. <laughs> that is a turn on. Uh, when someone's super talkative. Mm. That's a no for me. 62% say it's actually what? a turn on. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, the... I feel like when I was in college, I went on dates with girls who just didn't talk the entire time. That's because you're the one that talked. No, I had to. I had to keep the conversation going. Otherwise, we would sit there in silence. So Sounds I, like I, you had a girl choosing problem. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of that growing up, but I think I found the one. Uh, when someone's overly confident or cocky, 81% say that's a turnoff. Yeah. Loud talking, also a turnoff. 94% said that that's a turnoff. When someone gets jealous really easily, 79% said that's a turnoff, but just being overprotective is different. 56% say that's a turn on. So, is there anything weird for you? I don't know. I, th I feel like the, the person I'm with has to be kind of funny and smarter than me. They do have to be funny. Um, and they honestly, they do have to be more talkative and more outgoing than me because I am going to be that quiet person that just sits there yeah. and doesn't really say anything. So maybe I was wrong. Maybe that is more of a turn on. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything like weird or off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, especially when, when it comes down to like stuff like this, where you're talking loud talking, obviously someone who is talking at your face like this is not going to be like, Oh yeah, I want to spend But it doesn't bother some people. It doesn't bother them. <laughs> I let you know right now I'm watching your eating habits though. If I can hear you chewing, oh. I'm out. Oh, I'm out. Okay. There you go. And, uh, I will say I sat next to the gingerbread man for dinner on Friday. And he was a very quiet eater. That's that's right. Got that going for you. I posted this up on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL and Professional News is powered by Frito-Lay. Immediate openings for sales reps. Visit Frito-LayEmployment.com. Hot Country Nights was Friday night. Nico Moon, Dylan Schneider had a blast. It was a lot of fun, except for one thing. I will say this. Before we, before we get into the meat of this, a couple guys came up to me during the show and they were like hey we won tickets from you thank you so much you had me with the nico moon impression they you had really me. believed that yes. nico moon was in this studio yes one guy came up and he was like oh my gosh i thought i was talking to nico moon there for a second and i was like oh yeah did you actually think that that's awesome i'm nico moon i can't i'm <laughs> i can't believe anybody believed that you were nico moon but now i want to know how many people out there actually did yeah uh there was another guy that was like, I knew it was you all along. That was a really bad impression. No, 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 no. Really bad impression. You're actually pretty terrible at that Nico Moon impression, which I was happy. So excited on my way to the show. Like, I get to do this for Nico Moon tonight. Right. Like, how funny is this going to be? We're going to have to apologize to Nico Moon. Hey, you don't know this, but we've been impersonating you. Yeah. And then do the impression. And it's going to be so funny, right? Wrong. Wrong. Uh, didn't get a chance to talk to Nico Moon because... 
he was sleeping. <laughs> Which I think is so funny because we made fun of that all week. Like, Nico Moon's been sleeping here. We had to wake him up every day. He's and now too he's tired to come in. Literally actually, actually sleeping during the time that we were, we were going to have him woken up. We, so, so Remy and I are standing backstage with mics in our hand with our video guy there. The yeah. WIL backdrop is up and we're like, okay, Nico Moon's coming in. And then as people come in and they're like... To wake him would be wrong. <laughs> and we, we agree. <laughs> we were like, all right. I wouldn't want to get involved in any kind of pre-show ritual, and part of that is sleeping. I don't know. I'm not going to wake wake a man up for an interview. It's just so odd and funny because normally, before every Hot Country Nights show, we do an interview with the artist, or at least they're backstage saying hi, yeah. kind of getting pumped up, getting ready to go for the show. And Nico Moon's people just so calmly said... No. <laughs> and I don't normally get get nervous for interviews, but I was kind of nervous for this because I've never, I don't have good impressions. I don't do them very well. Then so you to, do that one pretty well. So to do it in front of the person that I'm actually impersonating was scary. Like, what was I going to say? How do you like your cheeseburger backstage there, Nico Moon? How you doing? <laughs> do you, have you thought that maybe by chance, this is just fate? This is fate saying... We're going to keep that one away from Nico Moon <laughs> before things go wrong. Oh, man. Uh, can you imagine the happiest guy in country music throwing a punch at me or something during the interview? <laughs> my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we don't have an interview with Nico Moon, but we did have a lot of fun. Join us Hot Country Nights on Friday for Priscilla Blocks. Talking about my terrible Nico Moon impression that I was going to do for Nico Moon on Friday at Hot Country Nights, but uh, he was sleeping in, during our interview time, so I did not get a <laughs> chance to talk to him. Uh, we got our text line all up and running again. 314-699-4766 from the 314. Wait a second. Nico Moon wasn't in your studio all last week giving out tickets? I certainly fell for it then. I feel so dumb. Is that sarcastic? Love the show. That's what I'm saying. I bet a lot of people out there really do, really did believe it. Six three from the six three six. You had nobody with that impression. Funny mm -hmm. as hell though. So mm. I'll take that. Okay. You know, as long as it's funny. Like I said earlier, if you want tickets to the show this Friday with Priscilla Block, ninety two three Remy and Casey. All right, Casey in the hot seat today playing the big three. Allison and Warrington will be playing alongside you today. Would you like to spin the wheel? Spin it. Here we go. Well, I'm actually kind of excited for this one. Uh, the game today, you should probably know this, Junior High Science. That's a terrible topic. It's a great one, I think. <laughs> Allison, you'll be playing alongside Casey on the phone. And we will uh, we'll be keeping track here. I'll be keeping track. And then you'll have to decide how many you think she got right at the end of it. Well, right. let's get to it. Are you ready, Casey? Yep. Question number one. This is multiple choice. Which one of these pH numbers indicates a strong acid? Oh. Is it one, eight, or 14? This I should know. 14. Okay, final answer? Sure. Number two, Casey, you're getting next year and have a fabulously large rock on your finger. There are three different types of rocks. Can you name them? You're telling me there's three rocks? 
There's three different kinds of rocks. On Earth? Yes. Basic types of rocks. On Earth. This is so stupid. <laughs> and I really mean it. There are mineral rocks. There are stones. Okay. And there are... Gems. Gems. What up, gems? <laughs> Anka gems. All right. So stone, gem, and... Minerals. Minerals. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yep. Okay. Question number three. We've seen some pretty amazing imagery of galaxies millions of light years away via the James Webb Space Telescope. There are about 100 no billion... No one cares but you! There are about 100 billion galaxies in the universe. What's the name of the one that we live in? The, the the Milky Way. The, is that a galaxy? Final answer? <laughs> do we have a name to our galaxy? Oh, man. Yes, we do. We live in the Milky Way. Live in the Milky Way. All right. Let's get Allison on the phone here. Allison, out of three, how many do you think Casey got right today? She, she definitely got one right. Okay. I know that for sure. Is that what so, you're going? I don't know about the first one, so maybe two. I'm going with two. Going with two. All right. All right. See it. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. That was rough. Duh. Those were so hard. You got the last one. The Milky Way galaxy is the galaxy that we live in. Okay. Uh, Which pH numbers indicate a strong acid? Allison, do you know that one? One, eight, or 14? Eight. Eight is neutral. Mm, eight's like so your, it's one. Eight's oh, like your drinking water. Are you kidding me? Yeah, one is acidic. Oh. And uh, also the rocks, <laughs> you were not close. Well, duh. <laughs> I do like it, though. Uh, igneous, sedimentary, and metamorphic. You made up this game. I did. And you said, this is a fair shot. It is a fair shot. Casey could know this. That's the lamest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what, what kind of rock is your diamond? That's the question. It's a diamond. That's an igneous rock. Cool, huh? You're an igneous. <laughs> Congratulations to Allison Versley to give you those tickets anyway. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Combs wants fans to know a certain thing about how he's raising his son that a lot of people probably have assumptions about. Okay. While a lot of celebrities and musicians enlist the help of nannies, au pairs, and such, the Combs say that they are taking on that job themselves regardless of their lifestyle, which is true. I feel like even if you don't know it, a lot of your favorite celebrities or musicians, they're doing this. Oh, for sure. They've got the help at their house. You kind of need it, and and I always say kudos to the country artists that like take their kids on the road and things like that. I can't even imagine raising children and also having to perform at the same time. Oh my gosh. With how much they're on the road. It's crazy. Luke says, we don't have any help at home, so it's just me and Nicole raising little man. And shout out to her for bearing the brunt of that. Letting you know mm-hmm. the mom really, you know, she's doing she's going above and beyond. He goes on to say that become Ming parents has really reshaped I'm having a really hard time talking today. <laughs> he goes on to say, like, becoming parents has reshaped their 
relationship with their own parents. He says, my wife and I talk about it all the time. You just don't realize how much they did for you until you do it for someone else. Nicole and I were both really lucky to have awesome parents who are still married and have been for 30 plus years and you don't realize how much work it is. I'm only eight months in and it's a whole found, a whole newfound respect for what my parents did, the amount of sacrifices they made, the work they did and the money they didn't spend on themselves just to make sure that we had what we needed. Feel that? I knew you would. <laughs> uh, I don't, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess that they won't go their entire lives without any nanny help. Like this, I feel like it will come into play at some point here in the next couple of years. Right. I think a lot of things, you think you know how it's going to go at the beginning. And like he says, they're only eight months in. So who knows what's to come? It's a nugget at this point. You can just lay it on the floor and walk away for a second. But another thing that I think is interesting is that they say they're doing parenting their own way. They don't plan on bringing techs out onto the road. They say, I think you need at least a year before you figure out if you'll take him out onto the road or not. But we don't even take our dog onto the road because we feel that it affects his quality of life. And we yeah. want to make sure that we have this parenting stuff down. I guess eight months, it, it's mobile. I don't know. Crawling. A year is when they start to walk ish year ish mm -hmm. could be a little bit for a little bit after so I, I have a feeling once it's like fully mobile it <laughs> might be a different story the baby right he he <laughs> <laughs> i don't know once it starts doing things <laughs> babies are it's to me i don't know <laughs> right yeah i don't know how it's gonna work especially with touring and stuff but i would assume after a he is luke combs is such a hot commodity yeah he can't just like super slow down or stop or hit the brakes very hard. So I would assume before too much longer, they'll probably have to start figuring something new out. But for now, they say that they are taking it on themselves and they have a whole new respect for parents while they're doing it. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg with new Tellurides in stock at Offenberg Kia in Shiloh. I knew you would. You would like that story. I loved it. I love Luke. Everyone loves Luke. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Are you a binger? And you like to spread them episodes out. Mm. That's the question. As I just blew through the entire Outer Banks season three in three days. I can't believe you did this. We spent years looking. Well, we spent literally two years waiting for that day. Yeah. For the Outer Banks season three to come out onto <laughs> Netflix. We counted down the week before yes. and you finished it all in one weekend. Now it's like, what's the point? What's, what was the point of waiting in general? I agree with that. 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Let us know. Are you a binger or do you like to spread out the episodes when streaming comes out? A lot of shows have started doing this where they will come out episodically week by week. I don't know if you know this or watched, but National Treasure did that on Disney Plus. Right. Also a thing that people will probably be talking about here in the next couple weeks as people finish Outer Banks, National Treasure, the TV, like the, the it's series, like the same. it's very similar to yeah. Outer Banks. Like a lot of the things are similar. I'm not going to give you spoilers or anything, but uh, that'll probably be talked about. But you're more of a like, I am not a binger. I'm an anti-binger. I am a one episode a day kind of girly. Mm. And here's the thing. <laughs> Why did you? Maybe you can finish it in 10 days at that point. Maybe, but I'm not watching it every single day. Because, okay. like, some days I'm going to be busier. Also, I have multiple shows that I'm watching at once. Yeah. So, each day, like, we should, well, okay, today we're going to watch 1923. 
tomorrow we're going to watch an episode of like Outer Banks mm-hmm. and I have to spread it out because if I finish it in a weekend, I'm going to be so bummed out that I waited two years and I was so excited to see what happened next in the story and then it was just gone. <laughs> just gone. Yeah, now it's just gone for me. I can't I can't get with the binging household. I'm partially going to blame my wife for this because she is very much a, I'm going to stay up till 4 a.m. and kind of watch the entire thing just because I need to know what happens next. So I remember when she started reading The Hunger Games and that first came out, she blew through that entire, like, I don't know, three or four book series in probably a week. That's crazy. Yeah, because you needed to know what happened. So I got to catch up with that if I want to be able to talk about it in the house. So I caught up. We watched the whole thing. That's what I mean. It does come down to, it's a household. Like, it is a lifestyle. Yeah. It would be so difficult now that I'm thinking about it to do it episodically, like to have all the episodes in front of you and to just like do one a week. No, it's not hard. It's literally what you did for the entirety of your life. <laughs> it's how TV works. That's how TV works. Uh, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. What are you? Are you a binger or do you like to just spread it out and make sure that those episodes go over time? You can also also let us know on the Facebook page. Just search 92.3 W-I-L. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, if you were a pop or country artist and the king asked you to perform at his coronation, what would you say? Like That's a big honor, right? The royal family... Is asking you to it's perform. It's a once in a lifetime ask. I'm not gonna. I I would have rather performed at Prince Harry's wedding, but <laughs> I suppose I would say yeah. So the palace has been trying to put together a collection of A-list artists to perform, but they keep on getting shot down. So far, Elton John has Elton said no. Elton John said no. <gasps> the Spice Girls have said no. Okay, that might be an issue because the Spice Girls are like they're having their own moment. Are they? They're I, think, having a, uh, I think they're like not getting along at the moment. Oh, gotcha. One of those moments. Harry Styles. Oh my gosh. Has said no. Ed Sheeran. Oh! Has said no. This is really bad. And the biggest, I think, for right now, I guess Harry Styles is up there too, but Adele has also said no. Yeah, this is bad news. So what what's the reason behind all this? But I don't I, I think it's just because of his past and and people can't get down with uh, yeah. Prince Char- King Charles. And all you got to do is say, you know, oh, I got a scheduling conflict, I'm sorry. That's really yeah, it's just that easy. But it it gets tough whenever literally all of Britain's biggest stars are Yeah. So are that, scooting back like Homer Simpson into the bushes. <laughs> yep, they're uh, fishing in America. They got one. Lionel Richie will be performing. Um, and the, random. The former British boy band called Take That, who I did not recognize. I don't. But this is one of their songs. Man, I just want you back for good. Want you back. Want you back. Want you back for good. Yeah. I don't recognize that. This is from 13 years ago. So that was like kind of at the height of the NSYNCs and the Backstreet Boys, but this was the British version of that. But the thing is, is these guys said yes, but their main member, their most famous member, Robbie Williams, like the Justin Timberlake of Uh this band, has said no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If I was them, I would just nix the performance thing altogether. Obviously, it's not working. Let's just quit while we're ahead. We're not doing it. I said, you know, too bad the C2C festival isn't happening at the same time, but that's next week. 
You got a bunch of country yeah, artists. Yeah, like they want being... country artists over there. I mean, if they're searching in America, there's a bunch of Yankees showing up. <laughs> Do you think he'd be okay with that? <laughs> we got, we got, take that. We got Lionel Richie and Midland performing the King's Coronation. <laughs> I don't know. This is bad news. This is not. They're off to a bad start to the year. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, powered by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. For heating service and repairs, visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Jennifer Pointer of Troy Moe. She's always there to help anyone who needs it. She's got a big heart and she loves her family. She was nominated by Ethan Burgess. And they sent in a request song. They want to hear Boy by Lee Bryce. If you know someone who should be nominated as a hometown hero who's doing awesome things in your community, let us know at 923WIL.com. 923WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out. We have made it through Monday, you and I, which is good. Uh, a lot of people are just starting their days, unfortunately. So it's still a Monday, nonetheless. We did get our text line back up and running again. So if you ever have any questions, concerns, um, if you've got any hate, you can always <laughs> go ahead and text uh, 314-699-4766. Most of that will just go to Casey anyway. so It usually does. Yeah, so if you want to, you know, just kind of vent to Casey, she's always there for you. Right, I think I can handle it. <laughs> uh, if you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the podcast. As always, that is Remy and Casey. Anywhere where you find podcasts, the Remy and Casey show. And we will see you tomorrow for a Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923WIL.